Good evening, my friends. How are you all doing? Welcome to another edition of Good Vibes to Jason B, a Broad Minds and More podcast. And I have an interesting story to tell. Um, it's it's actually kind of like almost in two parts, um, or maybe three. But um, so in the news, where I've been hearing a lot about the homeless and the epidemic of homelessness growing across America and in our communities and so on and so forth. And, you know, I've talked about it a little bit and I, I've helped out homeless people here and there. And um, I don't really try to judge them, you know. And um, something that I noticed, I was on Facebook today and I was listening or I was looking at 209 times or something like that on Facebook. Or no, excuse me, it wasn't that. It was... Uh, Stockton Crime Watch something, I forget, uh, group page. And this lady took a picture of a park, of a parking lot or something like that of a whole bunch of cars, right? And these cars aren't really parked against a business or a home. It's just kind of like end of an alley, I guess you could say, or end of a street. And behind that, in front of those cars, there's homeless encampments and the caption the lady wrote was if they can afford to pay for their car insurance and all that and gas and all that then they can afford a a place to live and I thought how freaking moronic could and how cool someone could actually do and say something like that so I you know, I I have mixed feelings when I see something like that. I mean, I, I'm at first it made me angry that uh, someone would just say that, that automatically without knowing any of those people, knowing any of them their circumstances. You know, and and yet I'm trying to look at it through the eyes of that person, like looking at their description. And I just couldn't conclude or come to a conclusion that what she, this lady was saying or posting was right in any way. Just wasn't. So I was like that. It, it was like the, the one thing that just kind of pushed me over and made me think about some things. You know, and then I read another article by Christina Fugazi who's a city council member in Stockton, California, who's running for the 13th uh, district uh, for a state assemblywoman. And she was showing videos of going through homeless areas and interviewing homeless people. Um, And she made some statements that were, sounded very true to me because as a critical thinking person, these times are, are really tough. I mean, the homeless community has has quadrupled in the last four or five years. And I've heard in like Los Angeles alone, there's like 30,000 people um, homeless. And if you go downtown, you'll see evidence of that. You go down there. So I'm listening to Christina Fugazi and, and she's saying that solving the homeless problem is regional. It's not just marginal. It's not just our city, you know, so that's why she's running for the 13th district. And 
she's saying that in order to turn homelessness around, you're going to have to retrain these people to be introduced back into the world of having a home. Now, you would think, well, why would you have to train someone to be, um, how to live back in a home? And as I started researching this issue, it dawned on me, there's only a certain timeline from when someone goes homeless, can they actually get right back on their feet or be helped or whatever to continue you know, lifestyle. So it got me thinking some more. So if I were home, a homeless person, had no home, no family, no one to help me, state, state services are limited, you know, um, a homeless shelters fill up at a certain time and they stop taking people and people with mental issues, which I believe most homeless people develop into becoming mental or emotionally disturbed because think about it. If you came from, you had a home at one time and you couldn't figure your way out. It's like being lost in a desert or a desert island, you know, you're trying to make sense of the world and you don't. And I see these people talking to themselves, shouting, doing crazy stuff. And, and I've heard the remark like, well, you know, they're on drugs they don't deserve to be helped. If they want to be helped, get off the drugs. Well, I think that's another symptom to another problem within the problem. I don't believe that all these people were on drugs. I believe, and, you know, I would be interested in seeing a study or a measure, a statistic or a census to see how many people are are, have, are homeless because of a drug issue, how many people are homeless because they can't find another job, and how many people who are homeless have a job but can't afford to find a place to live. And this, these are realities, right? So, like I think about a month back, maybe a month and a half, another podcaster went on a rant and rave on his Instagram, which I listened to. I, I listened to his sports talk, and he was just going off about homeless people. They're fucking bum, these bums. They don't want to do shit. They just want to keep ripping you off, and they keep abusing the system, and they keep just taking our money, and they just, you know, I give them money. And, they, and so he was, like, pissed off. And I understand his frustration. Because how many, how many people, homeless people have I helped out? And I knew that no matter what, the money I gave them wasn't going to help them very far. I mean, let's face it. You gave somebody $3, $7, $10, even $20. How far do you think that's going to go? So the consensus for those of us who have, you know, a place and a car and all that stuff is thinking that, well, maybe this will help them get farther ahead. You know, will they really use this help? So with that being said, I'm looking at, you know, some guys, 
I've repeated they have asked me come up with some bullshit stories and I've seen him over and the same guy over and over like I remember one guy he was he was trying to tell me that he just got out of jail and he has he has to get back to Manteca which was like about 20 minutes 30 minutes away from Stockton you know or he had to get back to Sacramento he would pick a different city every time and he the jail only gave him bus fare to get around locally so I'm just like are you fucking kidding me you know I've gotten fed up with him so I got to know him and this guy's name I think it was Scott a white kid and at one time I just said to him hey Scott you know how many times you've taken money from me and he's like I don't remember you I said of course not you you approached probably 100 to 500 people a day why would you remember someone who gives you money over and over and he's out of talk and listen to your story so let's put the facts together Scott I said you're in the mall now the mall is about 15 miles away from the county jail San Joaquin County Jail how'd you get from there to here because I seem to know or I believe that the county jail will give you a Greyhound bus fare to get back home they're not going to leave you high and dry you know to a point and I said where's your bag where's your things do you really need to get back to Manteca because this time he was saying Manteca I said you told me the same thing six months ago I said I'm not here to call you out on your shit to make you feel bad but you're playing the same game and I want to know from man to man how you know how much is it going to take before you realize you're too old playing this game and people aren't going to feel sorry for you people aren't going to give you any money and you're going to have to come up with a new scheme or you're going to get violent and you're going to find out any way you can to survive so he looked me dead in the eye and he was just like I don't know never mind and wanted to walk away from me I said you know it takes a shallow man to walk away from from what's trying to you know put him put him in a good place I'm not here to judge you but I'm here to come correct with you if you really are a con I understand getting a job is not easy and it's not good in your favor there are programs but all those programs have limitations what is it going to motivate you? So Scott just got pissed off. And he's like, fucking bullshit. And he started screaming out loud. And he just kind of start, tried to run away. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. So I'm thinking about my friend, the podcaster, who's bitching about these homeless people talking how they're bums. Straight out bums. Just panhandling, won't take food, whatever. And I'm thinking, you know, this is a, 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 a an epidemic across our nation. And, and I don't believe there's a community that isn't touched by homelessness and what comes along with homelessness. So my, I'm trying to, I, and I didn't, I didn't talk to my friend about what he did and what he said. Because I just feel like he has the right to be pissed off. He has the right to be mad. You know? He's right to express his anger. 
but he doesn't have the right to go and judge people, you know, into the manner that to spread more misunderstanding about what these people are dealing with, what we're all facing. You know, let's face it, our leadership in our country is not in a good place. There's no good intentions. There's a lot of propaganda that are trying to tell people why we are in such a shithole at the time. And there's slogans like, make America great again. One of the things I want to emphasize in is America is great regardless of our problems because we have the opportunity to change our circumstances almost at any given time. You know, we have programs where in other countries they don't have programs. It's either you 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 die and starve or you get up and you go out and hustle and do your thing. So these homeless people are out there hustling in so many different ways. And then there's the people who live in these tents but have a car, working a job, trying to better themselves or trying to get out of their, their horrible situation. I mean, how would you like it if you had a car you had a choice to have to live in your car, live in a tent, living outside, no water, no toilets, no comforts of home, no, no coolness, no warmth, no nothing. Just the elements and whatever you can make as a shelter and, and, and put together. And then, then try to live, try to cook or, or whatever, try to figure out how to, how to eat every single day, you know? It's, it's really a, a tough deal, if you ask me. And I can't imagine what these people are going through, nor do I want to. So, you know, I think about all these different stories. And I think about, well, how close am I to being homeless at times? There's been a quite a few times I've come close. I have a great family. I have a great support system. And I have opportunities. But I don't have the right to judge them or make them feel like shit or spit on them. And then that's another story. One time I was working. And uh, I was in downtown, I believe it was Fresno. And these redneck guys took a big gulp from 7-Eleven. And just threw it at a homeless guy that was walking along the street. And they said, get a fucking job. The world is shitting on those people. Literally. And some people might argue, well, they're just going to take advantage of our compassion and just do wrong with it. So I think back to Christina Fugazi's uh, statement of, we have to retrain them to be introduced to live a normal life. And who wants to take on that responsibility? I mean, seriously, who really wants to tell a grown-ass person how to clean themselves, how to live, how to manage a budget, how to manage bills, how to manage a living? It's not easy. And let alone the people that already have homes, have places, and they're trying to manage budgets, and they're barely getting by. So when I think about this homeless issue... I think about it's a people issue. It's we don't need to spit on nobody and doesn't mean we need to give our spare money and think that our $20 or our $5 is going to solve their problem. And I don't need to think about what if they're going to go buy drugs or alcohol because I think about my maker 
what he's given to me. And I am absolutely grateful for what he has bestowed on me. He has given me the ability and the opportunity to make something better than myself. I can piss away and moan and groan about my problems and, 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 do, and give up on life. But I don't want to. I'm better than that. I come from really good people. And so maybe, so did they. Maybe they lost their, their, way, their way in life. But we as a people, as Americans here in the United States, have a great responsibility to help thy neighbor, love thy neighbor, regardless of their choices. You know, because it makes me think of like in the Bible, the prodigal son, you know, a guy blew his money and became homeless and ate, was eaten out of a pig trough. And his dad says, oh, fuck no, man, you don't need to do all that. And he was so ashamed, he couldn't even go back to his father to ask him for help after he blew so much money and all his holdings, living the fast and furious and fancy free lifestyle, that he felt so ashamed to ask for help. You know, it reminds us that love resolves. Love makes leaps and it, it learns, it, you know, levitates us all. You know what I mean? And I just think that our responsibility and our ability to make a situation better, you know, is in our hands. And you might ask, well, how in the hell are we going to do that? I mean, who controls these rents? Who controls these mortgages, these businesses? And more and more, there are investment groups from out of state, like in my city alone, I, I think there's about 20 or 30 different apartment complexes that are all owned by holding groups in Arizona, Texas, and so forth. And they determine the rents. And they're just reaping in the profits. And I don't blame them, not one bit, because they have that opportunity. So when people talk about things like gentrification and pushing people and making them homeless, it is a regional issue. It is an issue that, you know, I feel it stretches into so many different areas and and ideas. But in order to solve the problem of homelessness, we got to work together in some way or fashion, helping those who are the haves, you know, be responsible. You know, it's like, hey, if there's plenty to go around, you know, like money and all that, if there's plenty of opportunity to go around, then why we got to try to reap the most amount of every single cent we can get, you know? That's why we have stories of like Robin Hood, you know, we have great tales of people robbing from the rich and giving to the poor. You know, because it's selfishness. Now, I can't, I can't hate on people that have made the right choices that are making loads of money because they're wealthy. I can't hate on them, you know, for creating business and making the best out of the opportunities. But what I can say is, it's like, know your level of, of profit. You know, who's to say how much profit you should make or, you know, but I believe as if you're really wealthy and you're really profitable and you're making, you know, large sums of money, it's just good nature to give back.
and I'm not talking just to nonprofit agencies. I'm talking about helping people with your expertise and wisdoms and, and finances to help people of the less fortunate, help somebody up. Maybe these people that are so emotionally and uh, mentally disturbed need more care, need, you know, they don't know how, they don't, they will never understand. Now, some people might say, oh, well, since when do, why do we have to be everyone's charity case? You know, our, I had to work hard for my opportunities. Yeah, you're right. You did. But doesn't mean you need to kick somebody down. Doesn't mean you need to keep others down. Because let me tell you something. If people don't take responsibility in homelessness in their communities, what happens is, is disease, famine, all kinds of shit. And guess where those diseases go? Homeless people follow people who have. They steal from them. They borrow. They they panhandle from them. They take things. And when you get a bad enough disease or illness or virus out there, it wipes people out. And if you look back in history, you know, during the Dark Ages and so forth, like when the Black Plague hit, people were defenseless. They didn't have cleaning systems. They, they lived in severe poverty. The, the difference between the rich and the poor were significant. And even the rich suffered from diseases. And that's why they built like these huge castles and mansions out in the countryside. So they didn't have to be near these busy centers, but they still had to conduct business in the cities. So I'm, the point I'm trying to make is, is, you know, it touches us all in one shape or form or another. And I just don't think that we have the right to kick people when they're down, taking pictures saying, well, they should just tow their cars away because if they can afford in car insurance, you know, um, you know, they can afford a place to live and not, not these shelters. If, if someone can say that and put it on a social media, then they certainly can help out, help be a problem. Love thy neighbor, help thy brother. You know, I am my brother's keeper. These, these sayings aren't saying just to make us feel good when we feel like it. It's for all times and every day. Well, that's all the time I have for this episode on Good Vibes with Jason B, a Broad Minds and More podcast. I'm your host, Jason B. You all have a great one.